MLM Nation, episode 76. You know what? It's all about focusing on the future. Who do you want? Who do you need to be in the future and creating it now and imagine yourself already there, but just collecting the evidence. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Julian Doan. Julian, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Julian Doan has over 10 years of experience in the network marketing profession, but made no money in his first five years. However, he was persistent in learning what it takes. And once he learned the skills, Julian took off like a rocket ship. He's been earning multiple six figures for the last five years. The most amazing thing is Julian's only 28 years old, and on Business for Homes website, he was voted one of the top 30 MLM leaders under the age of 30, and also one of the top male MLM leaders worldwide. So Julian, I've given the MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Awesome, awesome. Well, first, I just want to just, uh, just say what an honor and privilege it is to be featured on MLM Nation. Uh, I, I know you've done amazing interviews with some of the legends in this industry, and to even be considered and to be on this podcast is definitely an honor. And I just want to take the time to acknowledge all the listeners and say, you know, it's a privilege to have them listen in. And I, I hope that whatever I share can, you know, move, touch, and inspire them in such a way that opens up possibilities for them in their business. So, um, but as far as me, um, how I got started in MLM, it, it's kind of an interesting story because who I was before, um, you know, we, we've all heard this in network marketing. Um, you know, when you see somebody on stage, you see them for their public successes, but you don't see them for their private sacrifices. And it's interesting telling my story now because most people wouldn't believe it. But um, before I got started in this industry, I was the geeky Asian kid in high school with a roller backpack, um, playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, reading comic books, getting picked on, beat up by bullies and whatnot. And and so for me, I, I always knew I wanted to become successful. And so one day on a college campus, I was actually cold marketed. I was with my friend. And what's interesting is when I was, I was actually not cold marketed. My friend was cold marketed. My friend had no interest in coming to take a look at the business. And as he was talking to my friend, my interest grew. And I was like, hey, I'm interested. Can I go? And the guy that was cold marketing totally ignored me. And finally, he convinced my friend and I just tagged along and my friend didn't get started, but I ended up getting started. So that's kind of the beginning of how I got into network marketing. That, that's such an amazing story. So like what made you interested? And by the way, I have to ask you this because like what were you studying in college and what made you interested in this network marketing thing? And- um, well, when I was going to college, I was studying visual communications. I wanted it to kind of be like an like a, a, a aver- the person that puts together the ads and uh, go in there and kind of pitch different ideas and, and do all that creative stuff. And um, But yeah, so that, that's kind of what I was studying in college. Awesome. So what made you interested in network marketing? Like, and you seemed like you signed up right away, right? Why were you so open-minded while your friend was skeptical? Well, when, we were, when he was talking to my friend on the college campus, he just said, hey, would you like to make some extra money? You know what I mean? Um, you know, expanding, doing all this stuff and developing leadership skills. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I've never heard anything like this before. It sounds like a great opportunity. I want to make more money. And so it, it, it piqued my interest. And the guy was dressed very, very sharp. 
And, um, and I just said, man, I just want to be around that because, you know, my, my whole life be, being a geek and being at the bottom of the totem pole. So, you know, I, as I would say, you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to do something significant. I always knew um, that I, I wanted to do something important. And I was just looking for something to be excited in my life. And it sounded exciting. So when I saw it, though, you know, it, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, what you see when you first see it. But I just knew it was something special because I haven't heard or seen anything like it before. And at my first meeting, you know, the person that was speaking, the first person that spoke on stage was exactly who you would think would be successful. Because um, I didn't know what network marketing is, but the first person that spoke, I mean, this gentleman graduated from Loyola Marymount University, has a degree, did finance, right? And, you know, discovered network marketing, made a lot of money. I was like, okay, no wonder. He's a good-looking guy. You know, he played sports, professional, you know, played college baseball, you know, got a degree. No wonder he's successful. But then the next gentleman that spoke on stage was even more successful. He was actually my age now. Um, and he was, so he was young. He was, like, about 26 years old. And he didn't graduate high school. And he was making so much money. But what inspired me, I was looking around the room and, and I just saw every single person there hanging on every single word he was saying and just seeing the testimonials of how much this person has changed his, their lives. And I said, man, you know what? I, I didn't get good grades. I'm, you know, I, I was a geek. I was a, you know, an outcast and all that stuff. And if this person can change their life and make a, such a big difference for themselves, inspire others, like there is hope for me. I can do it. And so, you know, from there, I wanted to get started. I didn't have the money. I had to find it. Um, but good thing my, my sponsor followed up on me a lot of times. <laughs> that's such an amazing story because a lot of people say oh co-market I don't like to do co-market it's hard but so how did that guy approach you, you were just walking you know you and your friend walking on campus and he just approached you yeah well he well like I said he didn't approach me he totally ignored me like I'm telling you Simon like I was like the geeky, <laughs> like I know they say don't prejudge right but you know, if you would have saw me, you're like, maybe this guy isn't worth recruiting. You know? like, <laughs> so you're really geeky. You're really like the loser, loser type. The guy didn't even, yeah, totally ignore. even though you wanted to join, you were interested. You still didn't even see you. Right. Like, like you know, you have the cool radar. kids and then, and then you have the geeky kid. Like, I want to go. Can I go? Can I go? Like, that's, I, I would imagine that's, that's how I, that's his experience of me. But, um, but yeah, so, but co-marketing does work. You know, I, I met um, leaders that, that were cold market that do very, very well. It's just understanding that the odds are a little bit different, you know, and just having tough skin. But I mean, you got to do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Well, this is saying the geeks make a lot of money. So, you know, yeah. you geeks out there, there's hope for you. Yeah. Be careful of the butt you kick today. Cause it could be the butt you kiss tomorrow. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, exactly. So where did this happen? Was it on a campus when he approached your friend or was it? Yeah, it was, it was on Riverside. It was in Riverside community college Yeah, on campus. I see. Very cool. So, once you got started, uh, obviously you didn't make any money. You were struggling. You said you made no money in your first five years. What were some of the challenges you faced? Well, my first five years, I was I was a serious student. You know, I I showed up to. I never missed a meeting. You know, I was I was the guy that took everything they said word for word. Right, like I did it. You know, I I, I invited the way they told me to invite. I, I did all those things. And so my first five years, I never missed a meeting. I didn't party. You know, I went to every event, and but it just I just didn't have have success and I couldn't understand why I didn't have the results but you know I looked at it as a learning lesson and you know my mentor at the time he said you know if if you can have everything you want the way you are you should already have it and he says so do a lot of personal development and so when I didn't have results what kept me going the first five years is I was just saying maybe I'm not the person I'm, I'm supposed to be yet to have all that and maybe that's why I don't have it so I kept working on myself and um, so I mean that was kind of how it was the, the, the first five years 
And um, it, it, was, it was a crazy experience. Not once did I ever think of quitting. Like I, I thought of quitting, but I never once really did it. Because I just knew that, say, hey, if I quit, I, I would go back to mediocrity. I would go back to college. I would go back to doing all these different things. And the possibilities of the life I wanted wouldn't really be there no more. So if I could just figure this out and get it to work once, it would all be worth it. Definitely. And by the way, you, what you're sharing that like you went to every training, every meeting. Like Emma Nation, I believe him because he's the nerdy, geeky Asian guy. <laughs> they, they do what they told. So yeah, like, I had a journal and I was the guy that would come up to every leader. What's the one thing that you had shared that I would be successful and I'll do it? <laughs> like I was that guy. Like, and you did all your homework. homework. Everything the upline told you, you did them by the book. Yeah. And yeah. So you still didn't have success. You did everything. You did the homework. You did. You went every meeting. What made you? What was the self talk that said, "Hey, I can do this"? Because most people are like, "Hey, I did everything the upline told you. I told you this doesn't work. The upline makes a lot of money." But somehow you had the inner voice that says, "Hey, Julian, you can do this." What 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 were you saying to yourself? Because that's incredible. I I just kept saying to myself, someday, some way, somehow, I'm going to make this thing work. I just kept saying that, and you know, because I really believed in myself, and you know, I. I I just wanted it so bad and I knew that whatever I was going through was only going to be temporary. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes people forget that people forget that, you know, when you're going through challenges, when you're going through obstacles, it's not, it's not permanent, it's temporary. And as long as you're persistent, you focus on the commitment, you, you, you'll get there. And so in the beginning, it was kind of blind faith. I just kept hanging on to those words and I believed it. I would see people get started after me, right? In shorter time, have so much success. I'm like, dude, if they can do it, you know, then it's possible because I saw so many people do it. Mm. And, and so, I mean, it just took a series of events and finally it clicked and I, I got it. And it was like the, the biggest aha moment of my life, the biggest difference maker. And ever since then, like, I, I never not made money. Yeah, you know, it's um, MLM Nation. It's all about Julian's attitude, right? He just brought up a thing like people who came in shorter made it. And I think a lot of people say, oh, you know, we get discouraged. Or, this is not for me. But Julian actually saw that. As she turned into a negative and a positive. It's like, hey, if that guy can do it, I can do it. And it's that shift in mindset. Now, what, what kept you focused, though? Like, one of the questions that people ask me is like, oh, Gen, I'm, my friends are Gen Y. They're very easily distracted. They're going to party or they're focused on the jobs. How did you stay focused? Well, and, and, and this is just my personal philosophy. It's not really the truth, okay? I'm, I'm totally making this up, but, but consider it anyways. If you look at people like that, they'll show up like that. Hmm. that's what I honestly believe. And I believe the first five years, okay? And I, I guess I'll just share my, my biggest aha moment. You know, you know, the, you know the, the quote by John C. Maxwell? I think it originated from him, but I, I heard it from him first. And he says, if you look at a person for how they are, they'll, they'll become worse, right? Or they'll stay who they are. But if you look at a person for how they could be, they'll become who they should be, right? Hmm. And so I, I thought about it and I said, if that applies to others, if we look at other people, how they could be, then they'll become what they should be. And that's when I realized, I was like, am I looking at myself for who, for how I am? Or am I looking my, at myself for how I could be? And the moment I started looking at myself for how I could be, things started to change. And so, it, you know, it, it, it's crazy. So when you say, you know, general Y people, you know, it's hard for them to stay motivated. They're easily distracted, whatever it is. My, my personal take on that is if that's your view on it, that's what you'll find. And you'll see people show up like that every single time. Now, my mindset is I look at Gen Y people and I say, man, this is the best market to one of the best markets to build. Why? Because they have less responsibility. They don't necessarily have kids yet. 
right? They, you know, they don't, they haven't gotten beaten up by life by so many different experiences where they're demotivated or whatever it is. And I look at it like they just need the right motivation and they need the right direction and they just need people to believe in them. And once I changed that, I looked at it like that, man, all of a sudden those people, those are the people that showed up because whatever you look for, you'll find. Definitely. So your aha moment was really being versus like waiting to be. hundred percent that I would, cause you know, we know the same be do have. Yeah. And a lot, and you know, the activities are important. So I guess, so this is where it ties in. You know, I did everything my mentors told me. I was 100% coached by I followed the system. So logically, I should have had the results. But what I realized was it's not the things that I was doing, it's who I was being when I was doing it. Because obviously, you know, the basics are the same. Everybody is, regardless of whether you're a top money earner or you're a brand new, you know, representative. You're going to go out there. You're going to invite, present, close, and train, right? Invite, present, close, train, or launch. Sorry. Invite, present, close, train, launch. It's the same activities over and over again. But the difference is the brand new representative who just got started is going to invite, present, close, train, and launch a lot differently than the top money earner, the way they're going to invite, present, close, train, and launch. And when I say different, I don't necessarily mean the words that they're going to use. You know, you can say the exact same words. It's who you're being when you're doing it. Now, if you're if you're doing it with the confidence of a top money earner, right? You're gonna have the results of a, of a person that has is a top money earner, and so that's that's my biggest aha moment is just realizing it's not what I was doing; it's who I was being. Because when I was doing all those things, I was doing it as a person that was trying to make it, and as, as I was doing it as a person that was trying to make it, I was only getting the results of a person that was trying to make it. Yes. Hey, thank you for sharing that. I think that's the number one secret to success. And when, you know, when you when you say you're trying to be that person you make it, that's when your friends say, "Oh, you know, I'll join when you start making money," or like, "Oh, they have all these doubts, right?" Because you are not being that person. And I think Julian just hit it right on the nail. It's not the words you say; it's how you say them. And it doesn't yeah. mean that you have to show your income, or whatever. You can say the same. You know, it's just like, "How would you like to be part of this team?" Just saying that. How would you like to be part of this team? Versus, "Oh, how would you like to be part of this team?" Like yeah. seeing it confidently, and you, so that was the aha moment. So once you did that, that's when everything took off for you, right? Yep. That 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 that's where everything changed because it's like if you know if you do what they do, you'll have what they have, right? And when I say when you do what you do, I think that's misinterpreted. It's if you do what they do, how they do it. Yes, and it, it goes. It's like everything. It's like the way you carry. I mean, you carry yourself very professionally, right? Like the way you can walk into a meeting. You know, are you slumped over or you, you or your shoulders high, head high, confident? Because people are always buying who you are. Exactly, and that's what I, I tell my my leaders. I go, you know, how would you present this opportunity if you were already the top of the company? And often, like you know, and, and it's crazy because I, I share that. Because I want them to be authentic when they do it. I don't want them to try to be like somebody else. Because when you're trying to be like somebody else, people can sense that. And I, I believe they don't really vibe with it. And so what's interesting is people who in the very beginning, when they first get started, who are very aggressive, I notice once they start making a lot of money, they're, they're more calm. They're more laid back. They have like a quiet confidence. And I notice that people that are quiet and shy in the beginning, once they make money, they're actually aggressive, but not in a negative way. They're, they're very on it. And, you know, they're very confident. They're very loud. And so what I tell people is I say, hey, you know, I want you to imagine for a second that you're already a top money earner. You already have everything that you want, right? You, you're, you, you already have the results. How would you build this business? How would you invite? How would you present? How would you close? How would you launch? How would you train? And they would list all those things. And I go, well, if you know that's how you would be when you get to the top, why not be that person now? 
because you know I because my personal development background where the training that I went through you know they taught me that hey you know what it's all about focusing on the future who do you want who do you need to be in the future and creating it now and imagine yourself already there but just collecting the evidence and so that's kind of like how I train people and my, my personal philosophy yes that is so good ml nation that is really the key the secret like Julian says if you were the top earner how would you present right you could be present the same facts but it's the way you present it because people are always buying you and Thank you. That is really, you know, ML Nation, you're listening, you have trouble prospecting, or people are not respecting you, they're not even interested. It's because you are not being that top income earner. And again, I'm not saying that you have to show your checks or whatever, but it's the confidence. You know, the way you walk, the way you be, you got to be before you become. Yeah. So I want to go back to your five years where you're struggling. What was the worst moment? The wor- I mean, you said you were thought about quitting a couple of times, but the worst, yeah. most frustrating moment, or maybe the most embarrassing time, where you was like, hey, why am I even doing this? And you even thought about quitting, but somehow you didn't. And then because of that, you learned a valuable lesson. Well, um, the worst moment, I, I would have to say, you know, I was, I was 23, 24. Um, and, you know, when, when, when you're young, you know, in MLM, sometimes we, we hear this saying that says, do whatever it takes. And, um, you know, I was working with, with a specific upline and I was very young, you know, he said, do whatever it takes. And, you know, I, I was just following whatever he was saying. I made a couple of mistakes and what ended up happening was I lost my whole entire organization. I lost my whole entire business. And what, what sucked was at that time, you know, I was making about 15, 20,000 a month and one mistake costed me everything. I went to zero, like one month, 20,000 next month, zero. And, you know, and, and, and what happened was, what's crazy is that my lease ended the very same month and I had no money, so I couldn't renew my lease. And I was just looking at everything like, what the heck am I going to do? And I, so I was just so frustrated, you know, I just started having success and, you know, I thought I made it and and I lost everything. What was I going to do? Was it, you know, and I had all these different thoughts, was it just luck and all these different things and and I just, it got to the point where I had, I asked myself these two questions. I said, I go, so what? It already happened. I can't change it. There's nothing I can do. Stop worrying about the past. And I go, what now? What am I going to do now? And, and I said, you know what? If I did it before, I could possibly do it again. And so what ended up happening was I, I was homeless for about six months. I was living in my car. Nobody knew about this. And um, the company that I was working for, um, you know, it's a unilevel. So what happens is, you know, when people hit the same rank as you, you get cut off in, in, in commissions, right? So it's, 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 that's how it kind of works. And so what ended up happening was, you know, I had to rebuild my business. And when I rebuilt my business, my first month, I already promoted three people to the same position as I was. So I was already cut off. So for this next six months, I was not making any money. And I was just building it as hard as I could, living out of my car. And nobody knew. And what I would do is um, I would sleep in my car, roll down the windows. I would sleep in my gym clothes. I would wake up. I would go to uh, one of my reps' house. I would knock on the door early in the morning. And I would say, why are you still sleeping? We got to get up. Let's work. And before we work, let's go exercise. So I would go exercise. With <laughs> and then I would be like, hey, you know what? You know, I don't have time to go back and change and shower. Can I use your, can I use your bathroom? I would shower at their house, change at their house. And then we would go do meetings. And it was like that for six months. And I just remember like, man, it was so humid, it was so hot, but I just, I just got to make it happen. And, and so the, so what ended up happening was six months later, I hit that rank, I hit the top rank and I was number two in the company at that rank the first month. And I said to myself, wow, I could really do it. 
And I was just, that's what I realized that I could really, really do this thing. And, you know, so my advice to everybody out there, it's like, hey, if you have success, you get some results and then you hit a rope bump, don't throw it all away. Don't slash your other three tires just because you got one flat one. Just keep going. And every time you reclimb that mountain, you're going to discover something else about yourself. You're going to learn stuff about yourself that you never knew and push yourself even further than you ever gone. And, you know, it was honestly the best, one of the best experiences in my network marketing career was being homeless. And I know that sounds crazy, but living out of my car, you know, you know, not sleeping late, you know, looking out the moon roof, seeing the stars, seeing the moon and just saying, man, it's all going to be worth it. And it, it was some of the best experience of my life. What an incredible story. And uh, also we learned how to bum off free showers now. If anyone yep. needs to get a free shower from a friend, but it's or incredible. Get gym membership. Gym memberships are great too. If you gym. have some money, get a gym membership. You know, 24 hour fitness, you use their shower, you know, no it pays for the water bill. Yep. And what's the, what's your most proudest moment in network marketing? So it, it ties into that too. So, you know, you know how parents, I don't parents kind of have, especially mothers, they have this weird intuition, right? And so how I even got to, so all that took place in Texas. And so what ended up happening, my first five years, I wasn't making any money. My parents were super negative, super negative. And I, and, and I know they loved me. They were doing the best they could with what they knew. And so they just kept doing that. They just were so negative. I said, man, I got to do something different. I just can't be in this environment anymore because I was living at home. And, and, you know, my mentor gave me this opportunity. He says, hey, you know what? I want to build a team out in Houston. We have one contact. I just don't want to go out there and build it. I'll give it to you if you want to go out there and, and build it. And I go, sure. So I packed everything up in my four tours. I drove 1,600 miles from California to Houston, Texas. My car broke down the very next day, so I didn't have a car. So I built my first 45, 60 days with no car. And so my parents had no idea any of this was going on. Made money, did all this stuff, and then you know lost it all homeless. So six months homeless in a city that in a state that I didn't grow up with. I don't have any friends. And so what ended up happening was um, my mom called me. She's crying. I didn't tell my mom she was I was homeless. I was in the car at the time. My mom's crying. And she says, you know, I miss you. I want you to come home. I hope everything's going well. And she says, I blame myself every day. And I said, maybe I wasn't a good mom. Maybe maybe you know i i didn't know how to raise you or or whatever it is and because of that that's the reason why you are where you are and you're where you're at and i blame myself every single day and you know i was holding back tears i remember that conversation i was like mom one day you'll understand you know just it'll all be worth it one day one day one day and so that that was that was that moment and then what ended up happening was a year later um my proudest moment happened you know, when I got started network marketing, there's a gentleman that I looked up to and he got promoted to one of the top positions. He got, you know, they, he got walked up onto stage to a song of his choice and he was sharing his testimonial. He was the youngest, the fastest, and he was Asian. And I say Asian, you know, because I could relate to that because, you know, I was Asian too. And I was like, man, I want that. Be youngest, fastest and, and, and to represent, you know, and that's exactly what happened to me in, the, in, in that company. I was the youngest. I was the fastest. And I walked on the stage and I remember dream. I always dreamed of that moment. The moment that you walk the stage, you go on stage, you give your testimonial, you get your awards, whatever it is. And it was so surreal. I walked up there. My team was lining up on, on the bottom, cheering me on. The song was playing. It was Drake headlines. It was like, you know, my theme music in the background. I went up there and I called my parents up into stage and I was just thanking my team. And I thanked my parents. And I went to my mom 
And I go, mom, and, and, and in front of everybody, and I was crying. And you could barely understand me. I have, like, the ugliest cry in the world. You know, <laughs> like, like, some people, you can understand my cry. Like, <laughs> you know, like, ugliest cry. And I, I looked at my mom. I go, mom, do you remember that time when I was living in my car? And you said, you know, you feel like you're responsible, that you are the reason why I am where I am and the reason why, you know, that I turned out the way I did. And I looked at it, and I go, mom, I just want to let you know. I, I didn't tell you then, but I'm going to tell you now that you are 100% responsible and you are the reason why I am where I am. And you're the reason why, you know, things turned out the way they did. So thank you. Wow. That's incredible. And, and so that was my proudest moment. Yeah. Well, your mom definitely did an amazing job. I'm just giving whatever she did. I mean, she gave you the mental toughness, you know, whether struggling for five years. And, and I think mental toughness is like a muscle. You know, the yeah. more you do it, the better you get at it. You know. I think what really supported me, I used to take it personally. So anybody out there, you know, if, if you have parents that are negative, you know, and, and they're just, you know, not supportive or whatever it is, especially Asian parents, you know what I'm talking about? Crazy Asian moms, right? Very strict, right? I'm pretty sure every mom's crazy and whatnot. But I used to take it personally. I'm like, man, my mom doesn't love me. She doesn't support my goals. She doesn't support my dreams. And that that belief didn't really support me. And what I realized, I came to the grips and I realized that, hey, is my mom really saying all this stuff because she doesn't love me because she doesn't support me? And I realized she does support me. She does love me. She's just doing it in her own way based on how she views the world. Mm. And when I saw that, I no longer took it personally. I just said, okay, my mom loves me, support me. She just doesn't understand. I just got to produce the results so she'll understand. Like a lot of times we complain and we're like, man, my girlfriend doesn't support me. My friends doesn't support me. My parents doesn't support me. But then it's kind of like, well, yeah, what do you show them? You know, if you're telling them you're going to accomplish this, your goals and your dreams, but they see you waking up late, they see, they see you like, you know, waking up, going out late, coming back, you know, working hard, but not getting any results. Like, of course, they're going to think what they think. So what should you do? You know, get the results to change what they see. And, you know, a lot of times we blame, but it's like, well, how are we responsible for what they see, you know? Because I'm telling you, you start making five, ten thousand $10,000, you know, you start making $10,000 a month. I don't care how Asian your mom is. She's not going to tell you to go to school anymore. All of a sudden, you know, <laughs> the conversation is going to change. My mom starts saying, hey, when are you going to get your next promotion? When are you going to retire? <laughs> right. me, you know? So your parents just want what's best for you. That's you such know? good advice, you know, especially with the Gen Y where you have a lot of uh, sometimes negativity from the parents. Thank you for sharing that. Now, yeah. what's the one thing? You've been in the business for like 10 years now, the profession. Yeah. What's the one thing that excites you most about network marketing? What what really excites me about network marketing? It's magic. It's real. You know, when you first get involved, you think it's about you know uh, recruiting and training. You think it's about the product. You know, you think it's about the comp plan. You know, helping people get rich, doing all this stuff. And 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 for me, how I see network marketing, it's an opportunity, right? And when I say opportunity, you know what I mean. It's an opportunity for anybody. Regardless of the background, regardless of where they came from, where they have an opportunity to really, truly redesign and recreate their, their life. An opportunity for them to truly be, do, have whatever it is they want, no exception, no excuses, no matter what. Because a lot of times when people get started and they pay the money to get started, you know, it's very easy to see, see, see it as I made a payment to the company. But in reality, the real question is who did you make the investment to? Now, most people say, well, to myself, and yeah, that's true. It is an investment to you, 
but it's also an investment in who you get to be for other people. Mm. And that's what gets me excited about network marketing is we are the possibility for people because we don't really sell anything. You know, what we do is we offer hope, we offer health, or, you know, that's what your company, we offer freedom, we offer excitement. We offer just possibilities. I mean, how many people do we know out there that are looking for financial freedom, that are looking for hope, they're looking for excitement? There's so many people, but they don't know that what's out there, and we're the possibility to share it with them. It's like imagine like, imagine like people living in, in this dark world, right? And all they have is a flashlight. And all they have is a flashlight, and they're looking throughout the world with this flashlight. All they see is what they, all they know is what they see. And what network marketing is, what we get to be, is like a flash of lightning in the sky. You know, when you see a flash of lightning for that brief moment, what happens? The whole sky lights up, and all of a sudden, you see all these different things around you that you never knew was there. Now, what happens is the lightning doesn't last; it goes away. But what happens is in that brief moment, you saw a glimpse. You saw a vision of what else is out there. And that doesn't go away. And now you know it's out there. It's just up to you to go out there and get it. And that's what I, that's why I get excited about network marketing because we're like that flash of lightning where people only know what they know. And when they come in contact with us, right, for those brief moments, we're like that flash of lightning that shows them what's possible and lets them know all they have to do is go out there and get it. And that's what gets me excited about network marketing. Wow, that's really good. I'm like jotting notes. The lightning, yes, versus the flashlight. And it's so true because it's just like yourself. You know, you had all this potential inside of you, but you never knew about it. I mean, your mom didn't even see it, right? Like, but because of the lightning, thanks to this amazing profession, it's like the best way to describe it. It's like you, you, we can create something out of nothing. Supposedly yeah. you think there's nothing, but there's a lot of things out there. And not in just you, but in every person you talk to, you have an opportunity to give back more and to change someone's life. So thank you for sharing. You're an awesome storyteller, man. You, you oh, was, thank you. I appreciate it. You definitely paid your dues in 10 years, the way you shared your analogies. I mean, ML Nation, that's something you should study too. You want to be good, you got to tell stories. I mean, the, I don't know if you've been taking notes, but like the lightning versus the flashlight, you know, uh, these are great stuff you can use in your trainings. The way you talked about slashing, you have one flat tire, don't slash your other three tires. Uh, really good stuff. Thank you. You're a superstar. Now, uh, some really quick questions as you wrap up the show to pick your brain, okay? Okay. What's one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Um, I have two that, that sticks with me, and you know, and, and I really love that question. What's your favorite success quote? Because you know, I, I believe we should all have like a mantra, like a mission statement. I mean, every, every great thinker, every great company has one. Apple has think different, you know what I mean? Um, you know, Subway is eat fresh and... You know, so have a success quote that you that you live your life by. I have two. Is it okay if I share two? Is sure, okay? yeah. Oh, well, you, okay. you've given so many nuggets. You have three or four. <laughs> Keep going. So so the two that, that I really live by, okay, and, and you know, um, and, and and before I share the quote, I'll share one more thing. You know, a lot of times we think it's, about, it's all about finding people that believe, more in, that believe more in us than we believe in ourselves. But those people are everywhere. I mean, our parents are going to believe more in us than we believe in ourselves, all this stuff. And so what was a changing point for me that, that allowed me to get my aha moment, and you know, this is the person that shared with me the quotes, um, is that person didn't just believe more in me than I believed in myself. That's easy. But it doesn't matter how much I believe in you if you don't believe in you. I believe the great leaders are the ones that support you in believing more in yourself. And it sounds similar, right? But it's a, it's a distinction that if you shift and you focus on getting people to believe more in themselves, it makes all the difference. Because I, I realize that, hey, it doesn't matter how much other people believe in me. If I don't believe myself, I'm not going to get anywhere. 
And so it, it led me up to this the, to my first quote. And the quote that, that, that I really stick by is, I'm just as good as anyone, but I'm better than no one. Hmm. So I'll, I'll say it again. I'm just as good as anyone, but I'm better than no one. And, and what that quote does for me, it gives me the confidence to know that I can achieve whatever it is I want. But it also reminds me that I'm no better than anybody else. So it kind of it humbles me. It reminds me where I came from. And it's kind of like saying, hey, you know what? You're just as good as the top money in the company, but you're no better than the brand new representative. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, obviously, you know, the top money earner might have more skills than you. They might have more abilities than you. They might have more insight in the business than you do. But how do they get that? At the end of the day, you take all that away. They got started just like you did. They got started the same way, the same place. The only difference between you and the top money earner is time and experience. So if you realize that, that there's like, because a lot of times we look at top money earners, like gods, we worship them and, you know, all this other stuff. And we say to ourselves, I don't know if I can ever be like that, you know, be like them. And if you think you can never be like them, you'll never will. So when I I saw that, I said, okay, I'm just as good as them. I have the same potential, the same ability. I just got to put in the same time, same experience and the same dues. And I'll be where they're at, if not, if not further. So that's what that does for me. But at the same time, it reminds me like, hey, I'm no better than a brand new person because I got started the same way. You know, don't forget where you came from. We all have the same opportunity. And, 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 you know, and that also supports me because my first five years, I didn't make any money. The last five years, I made multiple six figures. And the reason why that's so powerful is when I look at people, I go, man, you know, how many people don't make it in network marketing because they didn't have the right leadership to believe in them, to really pour into them because they prejudged them. And, you know, and, and I get excited because when I do presentations, when I go to home events or whatever it is, most of the people I meet weren't as geeky, weren't as socially awkward as I was when I first got started. And so it's easy for me to pour into them because I'm like, man, don't look at me now. You might think you don't have what it takes or you're questioning it. If you would have saw me, you know, you would have so much belief in yourself. And so that's that's what drives that. Um, and the, the, the next quote I have is um, is another one that reminds me is that I'm not entitled to anything except that what I create. And, and, you know, I think we live in a society where we have this weird sense of entitlement, where we feel like we should have this, we should have that, you know, we deserve this, we deserve that. And, you know, what I've come to learn is we're not entitled to anything except what we create. Good stuff. Very good. Um, obviously, you probably have a lot of good habits that's helped you become successful. But what's one? What's one habit that's really helped you? Um, just really focus on living my life living extraordinary and in excellence and that means in in all areas you know what i mean um like being healthy working out doing all that stuff and so what what's crazy is that i mean okay i'll make it very simple so um so a couple of habits one is read read 10 pages a day that's something so simple right read 10 pages a day it doesn't matter what it is just read 10 pages a day you know, you keep the mind sharp, whatever it is, I just read 10 pages a day. And the reason why I do that, a lot of times people are like, oh, let's read, you know, let's, they get all these books, they don't read it. 10 pages a day equals 300 pages a month. That's the average size of a book. You read one book a month. I mean, that's 12 books a year. That's a whole education that you can provide for yourself. And so that's, that's that. And number two is at least one hour of practice on my craft. Mm. One hour of practice on my craft, whether it's presenting, whether it's watching watching videos, whatever it is, one hour of practice. Because, you know, most people, they only practice inviting when they actually invite. Most people only practice in presenting when they're actually presenting in front of a prospect. Most people only practice closing when they actually have a prospect. Most people only practice launching when they're launching a prospect. 
But then it's like, look at professional athletes. You know, look at Manny Pacquiao. What if Manny Pacquiao only practiced boxing when he was in the ring with the opponents? <laughs> and so, you know, what I tell people is like, hey, you know, what are you really good at? What's something that you're really good at that you can honestly say you're probably better than most people? And, you know, people say different things. Like, you know, one person says, you I'm really good at martial arts. I'm like, okay, how many hours would you say you put into martial arts practice? And you know what they say? More hours than I can count. I'm like, what time would you start? What time would you end? And he goes, you know what? I don't, sometimes I would start this time. I don't have it. It's just my passion. I just do it and I just keep focusing on it. And I was like, okay. And when you started martial arts, were you good at it in the beginning? They're like, heck no, I sucked. You know, in fact, I was discouraged. You know, I, I would walk into class. I would see all these people who are so much talented, better than I am. And I would, get, uh, I, I would be intimidated. I go, so what did you do? He goes, I would just practice harder. I go, were there times when people wanted you to skip martial arts class, to go hang out, to go party? And they're like, yeah, all the time. A lot of my friends even understand why I did it. They go, hey, stop doing that. Let's go hang out. We miss you. Let's go do this. And I go, and what happens? And he goes, you know, I was like, hey, you know what? I love you guys, but this is what I'm passionate about. You know, just support me. And they just kept going. And then I go, and then now you're as good as you are, right? And they go, yeah. And I go, well, guess what? Network marketing is the same thing. You got to put in the discipline. You know what I mean? And, and you know, for, for Gen Y people, you know, you know, there's a, there's a section of network marketing that, that doesn't believe in school, doesn't believe in jobs or whatever it is. And, and here's my take on it. I've seen people that go to school and have jobs that make more money in network marketing than people do it full time. Because it's not about the time you put into it, it's about the quality of time. But here's what I can say about people that graduate college that have work and are athletes and why they do well. And you don't have to be those things, but this is what it is. It's because they have discipline and they have rigor. And I honestly believe that those two qualities in network marketing, discipline and rigor for your craft, will make all the difference. So good. So good. I'm going to put these in the show notes. Really good stuff. Um, moving on, what's the best piece of advice you ever received, Julian? It, it, it would be to realize that you're already whole and complete. And I know that sounds kind of different because, you know, personal development and different things like that. But the biggest advice I got was a philosophy quote from one of my mentors. He says, you know, just realize that who you are is already whole and complete. That the only thing you're missing is the realization that you're not missing anything. And at, fir- and at first I didn't understand it, but it's like this. It's like, you, you know, have you, you seen, you, are you familiar with Wizard of Oz? Yep. Right? You know how, like, you know, there's the scarecrow, yep. right, that wanted um, a heart, no, a, a heart, right, no, a brain. You know, the tin man that wanted a heart and the lion that wanted courage. And that's why we get started network marketing because we want all these qualities, want all these things about us, right? And then what happens? They, they feel like they're missing these things and they want it. And so they seek out this guru called the wizard. That's what we often do, to seek out this guru. And we go and they go on this journey on the yellow brick road, right? And they go on this journey. They go through all these obstacles. They go through all these challenges. And at the end, when they meet the guru, the wizard, they go, okay, I heard you grant us the wishes and you grant us whatever we're looking for. And they go, you know, lion goes, I'm looking for courage. The tin man goes, I'm looking for a heart. And, you know, the, the scarecrow goes, I'm looking for a brain. And what's funny is at the end, what did they realize? They realized they already had it all along. And so that was the biggest advice I got is to realize that you're not missing anything. You're already whole and complete. Because when you do this business out of scarcity because you feel like you're not good enough, you're missing something, you're always going to generate the results of what you think about yourself. And so, I mean, does that, you know, we're already whole and complete. Does that mean that we can't improve our skills? No, we always improving our skills. But imagine improving your skills and building your business in a way that you realize that you're already enough, that you already have what it takes, that you're good enough. Makes all the difference. We don't, then all of a sudden you're not doing things out of scarcity. You're doing things out of abundance. 
And what ends up happening is you create this kind of aura that attracts people to you, that attracts results to you. Really good, really good. Uh, what's a favorite prospecting tool you like to use? So, for example, if you met a prospect and they're interested, they're qualified, do you sit down with them and do like a flip chart? Do you use a newsletter, a magazine, a webinar? Or do you send them a link to a video? What do you like? Well, be- besides a warm smile and, and a friendship, the best tool that you can, you can give them is, well, you, I, I would say, have a certain discernment for, you know, what it is that they need. If you're a product-based company, you sample them a product. You know, the products, if you're in a product company, your product should be the best tool you have, you know, and then obviously follow up with them and whatever it is. And so, you know, literature, I, I would say the best tools are success stories and through and three way calls, get them on the phone with a third party credibility and uh, someone that can relate to them. I think that's the best tool is, you know, stories and people they can relate to. What's one of your favorite apps or online resources on your phone or do you like an Evernote or a Dropbox that you could recommend to our listeners? You know, it, it's, a, it's a tool that most people don't know about and it's the greatest tool in the world. I'll, I'll share it. It's YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Right? Obviously, I'll sarcastic, but I say YouTube because, you know, we live in, in an age today. We're so, we're so lucky to be building network marketing in the time that we are. I mean, I hear stories from my mentors how they used to have VHS tapes, you know, all these different things. You know, they used to have back offices where they had to print it out. You know, it was just all numbers. There's no user interface or, you know, even stories of how they would have to make their own hierarchy, you know, with papers and all this stuff. You know, we live in a, tech, in a day where there's so much technology. And YouTube is one of the greatest resources. Why? Because there's so many great leaders out there that are branding themselves, so many companies that record these training videos doing all this stuff. And what's amazing is there's so many great people in network marketing out there with so much wisdom. There's so much tools available like this podcast. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, if you talk about 15 years from uh, ago, right, and you said, hey, you know, one day, you know, they're going to do this. No one would believe it. And so what's crazy is YouTube has provided a source where we have access to all these top leaders, whether, whether we're in their company or not. And, you know, what I've come to realize is that everything you need to say or do to become successful, someone's already said it. Someone's already done it. Just find the people that have what you want. By producing the results you want to have, do what they do and say what they say. And so I use YouTube all the time. You know, you know when, I, when I was getting getting there in the industry, how I would do research, how I would do researchers, I watched these training videos. I would write it out word for word, and I would practice it over and over again. And then I would put my own twist on it. And that that's how I would learn, because you have access to all these all these people that have so much wisdom. And so I think YouTube is one of the greatest resources, and it's free. Yeah, and, so you know, I, and, and another great resource is obviously MLM Nation, the podcast. <laughs> hey, you know, I love that intensity. You know, MLM Nation. I mean, that's actually what I used to do. You know, it was like it, it really reminds me back in the day when I used to, we you know, back in the day when I was building. They didn't even have like um, YouTube wasn't even around, so that tells you how old it was. But I would listen to uh, CDs of leaders and I would transcribe them just like the way you you would, and then you put your own spin to it, right? But that is yeah. really what Julian talked about, spending that one hour on your craft. And that is why he, you know, I can't even imagine you being geeky and nerdy because you're such amazing storytelling, the way you're sharing. It's, but, you know, it's 10 years, you're paying the price. You know, he, he paid his dues. You just imagine one year, he's reading 10 pages a day, one hour a day, working on his craft, and He's like a super superstar now. It's incredible the way you just present yourself and the stories you share. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I've been very blessed to have worked with great mentors that that have helped me realize things about myself that I didn't realize. Now, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Um, there's so many books out there. I would say for a brand new person, 
Well, I mean, for everybody, right? But you know what? The one book that I recommend to everybody when they first get started network marketing, because um, sometimes we, you know, if someone just gets started, we refer to them thinking of rich and all this stuff. And this is just my belief. You know, it could be intimidating because they're not used to personal development. But there's a book out there called The Shark and the Goldfish. It's a, such an easy read. You can finish in two hours. That you know, that book is it's relatively cheap. You can give it to people when they graduate high school, college, or, as gifts. And that book is so amazing. And I'll tell you why. Because there's a huge difference to being an entrepreneur and having a job. But most people are conditioned to having a job their whole entire life. Showing up a certain time, when to go to, you know, when to expect certain things, when they're going to get paid, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so, and, but in, as an entrepreneur, it's not like that. You got to go out there. You got to hunt. You got to create. You got to do all these different things. And so what happens is the, the whole premise of the book, and I don't worry, I'm not going to ruin anything, but imagine you're a goldfish, right? And Story Falls is goldfish. And the goldfish has a simple life. And kind of like how most of us have. We have a simple life. The goldfish has a routine every single day. And every day, the goldfish knows exactly when its owner is going to feed them. So it doesn't really have urgency. It doesn't really need to go out there and create it because it, they know, it knows that, hey, this is just going to happen. And that's why you know a lot of people, when they have jobs for so long, they know they work. Friday, they're going to get paid. They work. Friday, they're going to get paid. So now when they're network marketing and they don't have that no more, they freak out. And they go, well, it's not going to work out. But what happens, so imagine this goldfish. Right, you know, it's just, has his routine going his everyday life, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I forget it's been a while, but either the the owner's son or the kid or somebody thinks the goldfish is dead and flushes the goldfish down the toilet. The goldfish is freaking out, and it and then all of a sudden it finds himself in the middle of the ocean. Now imagine, now the goldfish is in this giant ocean, a lot bigger than its little fishbowl. Now it's in the world. Now it's in a completely different place than it was before, out of its comfort zone. And what happens is now they, now the goldfish knows, hey, you know what? Food is not going to come at the same time at the same place every day. And so what happens is the goldfish you know, starts struggling, all this stuff. And all of a sudden it finds a mentor, which is this shark. And the shark begins to teach this goldfish about life lessons in the ocean, about how it has to go out there and that nothing is going to be handed to them, that they have to go out there and find it. And, hey, they might show up one day and find the result one day, but it's not guaranteed to be there the next day that you have to keep going out there, finding it, creating it. And all these different things, so it's it's cool. It's a shark teaching this goldfish how to be a shark, and it, it it it's such a good, simple book, easy to read, easy to understand, and it just really illustrates, like you know, the mindset that of what it takes to be an entrepreneur, you know, not just a network market, but as an entrepreneur, as a go getter, as somebody that wants more out of life than mediocrity. Awesome. I, I have to say this again. You're such an awesome storyteller. I want to buy this book immediately once we're done. So I got to awesome. read that book. Uh, and ML Nation, speaking on books or audios, audiobooks, I know you love audio since you're listening to this podcast. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Julian, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. Before we go to the million dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at 
sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you'll learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. You had zero contacts, didn't know your girlfriend, didn't know your family, knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So what's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? Well, the first thing I would do is, depending on what area I'm at, um, I would, cause I, you know, I have certain hobbies, right? So I, I love martial arts. I love MMA. Um, and all, so that's what I'm interested in. I, I love doing that. Right. So what I would recommend to somebody is I would say, Hey, what are your hobbies? Go after it and join clubs. You know, clubs, most clubs are free, you know, join clubs, surround yourself with people that love to do what you love to do. And the reason why that I, I would do that is because now I have a common interest with them. Now I'm in an environment where I can find like-minded people that are interested in the same things I'm interested in. It's easier for me to start conversations with them, and then I build the, a friendship with them. Now, I'm not going to try to recruit them right away because I want to build a relationship. Because, you know, it, I, when you meet people just to recruit them, they know. And if you're lucky enough and they're looking for something, they'll jump on board right away. But if not, they're going to be skeptical and kind of weirded out. So, you know, so that's what I would do. I would join clubs that, of, of things that I'm passionate about. Meet like-minded people, become their friends, and then they're gonna ask. So, you know, what are you doing out here? What you know, what are you doing? Why are you joining the club? And I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm expanding a business out here. You know, I'm very, very excited, and you know, this is what you know, this is one of my passions. And you know, what's what's cool about it is the the industry that I'm in allows me to pursue the passions that I want as much as I want. 
And so that's why I'm here. And then, of course, they go, so what do you do? And all of a sudden, you know, you set up a time, you sit down with them, you explain it to them, and, you know, all of a sudden it gets the ball rolling. That's what I would do. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Uh, the best ways that the listeners can connect with me, um, my Facebook, just look me up, Julian Doan. Um, you know, I also have an Instagram, um, at Julian P Doan one. Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's the best way to, to connect with me. Um, I have juliandone.com, you know, you can enter your information and, you know, um, ask me questions, do whatever you want. Um, the last advice I can give you is, is just never quit. That's honestly what I, w- I would say. Just never quit. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Julian Don't. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Julian. That is J-U-L-I-A-N at the search bar and the show notes. All that great stuff that Julian talked about will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Julian, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for all your stories, all your wisdom, and for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Julian, and God bless you. No problem. Thank you. ML Nation, woo! Julian Doan. Wow, was that good or what? Go make sure you connect with him. Go to mlnation.net. Type in Julian. Again, his name is J-U-L-I-A-N. Julian Doan, D-O-A-N. Just put Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N at the search bar. And uh, the show notes will pop right up. It's amazing, right? Only 28 years old. Just shows you the power, you know, from like nerdy, geeky Asian guy with a back, back, backpack to where he is now. Just the stories he tells. Just shows you what an amazing profession we're in. That's why I love network marketing because it really brings the best out of us. You know, we all born with potential. But Julian talked about we have everything already, but we just need like a and network marketing is that you know lightning that lights it up and allows us to see our tr- true potential where our life can be headed. Because most of the time we're using that such a great analogy, that little flashlight, and we 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 can only see a couple of feet. But network marketing really exposes so much. That's why you can never afford to quit. I mean, he didn't make any money for five years, and now you. you know, I, I was just telling him after the show that he's going to be the, one of the all-time greats. You know, it's what. The knowledge and the, if he keeps doing what, he's going to be one of the all time legends. Just incredible, incredible stuff. Um, some big lessons. I think, you know, the secret, people ask me, oh, well, Simon, what's the secret to success? You know, the secret is you got to be before you become. You know, Julian was guy, the guy, he said he's trying to make it. You, you love the industry and you're trying to make it. No, that doesn't work because people buy you. You got to be that person. You know, imagine yourself. You're the top income earner. How would you present? If you're the top income earner, someone says, oh, this is, this is a network market, this is like a pyramid scheme, you know, what would you say? If, if, if you're the top income earner and a downline says, oh, I don't have time to go to a meeting, what would you do? Would you still, so that immediately, I mean, if you're the top income earner, how would you walk into a meeting? How would you attend a webinar? How would you close your prospect? How would you invite the prospect? How, what would you say to a prospect and say, oh, I don't know if this doesn't work? Come on. You mean, gosh, we're, I mean, we're in episode 76. We have 76 episodes of this, you know, this incredible leaders. Every episode, 76 incredible leaders. I mean, that's proof that this business works, right? And so with that, I'm just fired up just seeing young people changing lives and getting their lives changed. Now changing lives and making an impact thanks to this awesome profession that I love that I'm being proud of. I'm, I guess you could say I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional right now because it's just fired up to see these people making an impact. And so you, you have the same gift that what Julian has done. Julian, spend the time, learn the skills, right? But really, it's 
where you see yourself. You, you got to be before you become, right? You got to be, you got to visualize, you visualize where you're going because it's a law of attraction. If you, whatever you think negative, that's what you get. And he brought up a great tip about Gen Y. If you think Gen Ys are all lazy, distracted, or they're, you know, they feel that they're entitled, and that's who you're going to attract because you're going to see people. You always end up seeing people for who you believe them to be. So that's another thing. And so many tips. I'm just going to go a couple real quick. It's like co-market, right? If that doesn't encourage you to go co-market, you never know. Yeah, you have co-market prospects that quit, co-market prospects that don't join, but you never, never prejudge. He was the guy that that person didn't even go out there and present to him because he was interested in his friend that was more impressive looking. But literally, no. June, it was kind of like, hey, he was just in the egg and just waiting to hatch and just like an eagle and take off. Uh, so many other things like the, the you know the don't slash your three tires because you're flat. And a lot of times we may have one negative thing and we throw all our gifts, our awesome business out the window. Right? We have one bad thing that happened to maybe our personal life or something at work, and we just ignore our business. Hey, don't slash those three tires. Um, and then you know your investment. We all know about investing ourselves, but invest in yourself because you're going to make other people better. And that's another one of my beliefs of network marketing is because. We are able to give back more. We're able to be better parents to create a legacy. You know, we're able to fulfill our potential. And that's what I'm just loud and proud to be in network marketing right now. So anyway, I can go on and on, but thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you share this. Share this with others. This is an amazing episode, amazing leader. Share this episode with your downline, cross lines. You, you know someone's young that needs motivation? Hey, this is an awesome episode to share. And also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, those reviews really help. And also on Stitcher as well. All right, so, hey, this is Simon Shai. Thank you for, for listening. I'm just loud and proud again. I'm, I'm saying this for the third time to be a network marketing profession for doing it, for doing ML Nation, for even all the time and effort. And thank you to my team. It's not just me. I have a whole team of four people that help put every episode together. Thank them because just to see people like this, Julian, the life changing. And you, you know, you're listening. You could be the next Julian out there. You could be the next MLM superstar. And I know you are. Just stay there. And like Julian says, never quit. Thank you all for being this part of this amazing profession. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, use your gifts, and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.